Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to uh, the Melchester Odyssey. Uh, we're going to have another attempt at... The issue that I have in my left hand is the 30th of April 1983 issue of Roy of the Rovers. We didn't actually get onto the story itself because we spent too much time talking about VAT um, in Ireland. <laughs> is that right? I have no <laughs> recollection of that at all. <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. Um, we'll try again. So on the front cover, as we discussed last week, is the there's the newspaper stand um, with a big headline on outside the newsagents. Melchester News, and it just simply says, Roy Race resigns. Uh, it reminds me a bit of that footage of when Bill Shankly quit Liverpool and the Granada sent out a young Tony Wilson onto the streets oh, of Liverpool yeah. to get reactions from yeah. Liverpool fans. And they were all like, what? No, don't believe it. No. No way. I'm not having that. I want no dollar. No. No way. No shanks. We've got no this way. thing in Liverpool that we call loyalty, and it's sort of a concept where you never give up or turn your back on the people who you love. <laughs> so, all right, we'll, we'll try and get into it. Um, turning over into the, the story itself, uh, in the top left, of course, we have the box that tells us what's going on. Mounting criticism of his team management had prompted Roy to consider an offer to become player manager of Walford Rovers. No one in the world of football believed he would accept it. Dot, dot, dot. Until a blazing row with the Melchester directors. The sensational news was broadcast by Breakfast Television the morning Whoa. after. So this so, is in the early days. Breakfast Television yeah. was a very new thing. It was probably They'd probably been a bit trendy by even dropping that in because exactly, TVAM would have is. only just launched the, like this I year, think, like 82 or something, I, I, wasn't it? Well, yeah, the BBC came first, didn't it, with Breakfast Breakfast Time, I think it was called, and that was 83. Oh, OK. Here we go. Here we go, doing some more live Googling again, getting distracted um, from everything. Breakfast Time, British programme, 1983. What date did it launch on? Uh, doesn't fucking say. Come on, Wikipedia. January 1983. Yeah, so that was just like three months before this. So okay, so they're being a bit old. like sort of, they're being very kind of uh, on the cultural sort of edge here, aren't they? Yeah. By, by writing a bit of and, breakfast TV into the uh, storyline. And TVM launched two weeks later. So it, it was mm. quite close, the two of them. I mean, You'll have, we watched breakfast 
telly every morning. When it came on, it was a revelation. Um, telly in the morning? Uh, Fucking hell. And Diamond's back on GB News doing weekend breakfast show on GB News. Oh. And the reason, and she, of course, was the like stalwart of TVAM, wasn't mm. she? And yeah. she, I know this because yesterday someone sent me a clip of her and her co host interviewing on GB News on their breakfast mm. show, doing an actual straight faced interview with a Winston Churchill impersonator, asking <laughs> him me. about his time as Prime Minister and what he made of the world today. Or in character. In character, <laughs> it was astonishing. But as my mate pointed out, he said the thing is, this is so mad that it will get shared loads on social media. Yeah, and as a result of it being shared on social media, in the spirit of look how shit this is, mm-hmm. everyone is so data driven that the social media people will tell the powers that be at the channel that it was like their most watched clip that week, which yeah. means that as a result interviews with lookalikes in character of historical figures will become more and more popular on that channel and maybe even spread from there. And this is how the world fucking turns because people have just given up on making, putting the the creative decisions in the hands of people who have some kind of creative talent because they think, well, that's untrustworthy and inconsistent and therefore we'll just place it on data. And that is how you end up with a Winston Churchill lookalike on TV, on GB News being interviewed, right? Really serious as well. They, they're they just serious about it. They're not laughing or anything. Fucking hell. Coming going, up after you know, the brick, we've got Genghis Khan in the studio. Yeah. But what I said to my mate in response, which is uh, easily as interesting, probably told you this before, but just in case I haven't, and Diamond, I mm. used to go out with her stepdaughter at school. Way Right. You did not tell me that. And as a result, I had been to Anne Diamond's house when I was a teenager. Right? Wow. And then years later, I'm doing the papers on Sky. Yeah. And obviously they quite often changed who I did it with. There was always yeah. me plus a, a Doris, yeah. a news Doris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's the news Doris today? Oh, it's that diamond. And I really gave it in the green room, 6 a.m. in the morning. I was like, oi, oi, remember me? Like that, right? And she went, no, she's really nice. She went, what? No. Have we worked together before? And I went, not worked together, love, no. no but you certainly know me. darling. <laughs> I used to come round the house and was going out with your stepdaughter, when I? Oh, I figured your stepdaughter. <laughs> in your rig. <laughs> I when you were out, <laughs> and she was like, when "Oh you, my you were god!" One of them, you were at one of them fancy bistros. You were at a bistro, weren't you? I was fucking sneaking in the back way and doing some fingering. <laughs> Lovely gaff you had, by the way, and the fridge. It was full of nice snacks. Well, of course, <laughs> you were in your pomp. That was your imperial face, wasn't it? You were earning all that TVM money. I couldn't believe it. The size of your fridge. You had all the nice hams from White Toast a lot. Salami, <laughs> a lot. Crunchy nut cornflakes, all the good stuff. I can believe it. And, and Kellogg's start. I choice. <laughs> My we, God, I, I we ate was, well. I, I came from a finger came from And then I would I, stuff my greedy little face. And now here we I, are on Sky News doing the papers together. Who'd have thought it? <laughs> 
I couldn't believe it. I came from a one cereal family. We just had one at a time. You had Crunchy Duck Cool Flakes and start to choose from. We had B-Jam own brand. B-Jam <laughs> own brand fucking breakfast flakes. They're disgusting. Pops. They fucking dissolved the moment you poured the milk on. <laughs> Not round yours. I was living the dream. It was so an awkward situation because she said it made she me... Remember she remember you? No. Um, oh. I hadn't. I'd met her just fleetingly. I wasn't around right. her like all the time because what it was was the, the this girl that I was going out with. She her dad had left her mum and moved mm. to a different part of London and taken up with Van Diamond. Right. Wow. So so she was. I remember it being like North London, and we went right. there. They, they so, but she had a birthday party there, and then a couple of other times I went round, but it wasn't like near where we lived. It was a long journey right. away. But right. I kind of. I would have engineered that. I'd have gone, oh, well, you want to meet up there? Oh, no, I'm going to my dad's. Oh, where are you going to your dad's? Oh, it's no problem. I'll come over there. Because I like it so much, see? I don't mind getting the train over there to your dad's rig. But really, I'm just thinking, I want to see Ed Diamond's house tonight. <laughs> I'm going to go for a knicker draw. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe her bra's going to be hanging on the line outside. I can have a look at it. <laughs> Put that in the bank. <laughs> that was literally what I would have been thinking. I'd have just done anything to engineer a visit round to Anne Diamond's house. And Anne Diamond was like, "Oh God, I don't remember that, but oh, I remember her friends coming round sometimes. Oh, you've made me feel so old," she said. And I, oh. I said, "Well, I didn't mean to do that." Um, but let's face you know, it, you are. It is what it is. But the problem is, is that also she, you know, and this bloke, the dad. He, yeah. he he was a little... I think he was a bit of a rogue because next thing, he's cheated on her as well. Ah, so it, right. it ended badly. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to dwell on it too much. Yeah, I had to tell her. Yeah, she didn't want to think about it, yeah. But yeah. I thought she might not want to think about this. She's happily married mm-hmm. now to someone else, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what your setup is. I mean, maybe you're still available. I'm married. But uh, mind you, you know, me and you, we, I always felt there was a connection. Our circumstances can change. You know, <laughs> our, our lives are like tectonic plates. They shift very slowly. Listen, and things, right. uh, opportunities arise. That's all I'm when saying. When I was with Becky, back, when I was with Becky back in 1990, we had some fun, <laughs> but she was just a girl. You were a woman. And I knew then that there was something special between you and me when we fleetingly met in your rig that time. And now here we are. Could it be destiny? I don't know. We uh, we were introduced, we shook hands, and I remember you held my gaze for more than a couple of seconds. And I thought, and you knew right? that it would have been inappropriate because I was only 15, but you thought to yourself, give it a few years, yeah. and that fella and could that, be the one it, for me. Here we are, and I like to think that uh, fate does play its part, and, you know, kismet, they call it, I think. I, I did I did meet her again. Um, we did that a few times on Sky. Then I didn't see her for a couple of years. And then I got invited on to The Right Stuff, right? Mm-hmm. When Matthew Wright still used to do it. And she yep. was one of the panellists that oh, day. Yeah. And she was straight away, oh, hello, Sam. Yeah, you used oh, to go out good. with Becky. And she was telling me, be like, oh, Sam used to go out with my stepdaughter back when he was a yeah. teenager. It made me feel really old, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm. that's right, sweetheart. I've always been a bit of a lover boy. Come <laughs> 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 to my dressing room afterwards, I'll show you the right stuff. You know uh, what uh, I mean? 
I must say she is lovely. I mean, you know, she's doing GB News, but like we always say, I don't judge anyone. I mean, I personally don't want to go on there because it's a bit toxic, but I, my TV days are done. I mean, the pharmacist saw to that. I'm too scared to fucking show my face on the box, right? Oh, yeah. But I would say yeah, about fight, GB News, you, rig now. you know, like we always say, the people who judge you for what for you know what channel or platform you turn up on and get paid a fucking few quid for, right? Are the people mm. probably whose parents set them up with a house when they were twenty one? Do you know what I mean? And they've never really had kind to worry of, about yeah. a mortgage ever since. Yeah, and so they go, oh, I pick and choose. So these comedians and stuff you get on GB News and people give them shit on Twitter, I feel bad for them. Because I think they're just trying to fucking earn a crust. Not everyone's got a fucking hookup at eight out of ten cats. Do you know what yeah. I mean? True, that's true. Anyway, we'll get on to this um, Melchester yeah. thing. There was something else I was going to say about Anne Diamond, but I've forgotten what it was now. Probably wasn't important. Um, so, th- yeah, Breakfast Television. And there's th- that family who we saw ages ago. I think it was when Roy had been shot, wasn't it? Or something like that. Yeah, they're, they're always sat around, around having their breakfast, yeah. And the, the, she looks like June Whitfield. They he live for like, Melchester News, don't they? Yeah. This family. Um, and there's the young, young teenage son there who could be anything between 14 and 28. Um, he looks so a bit they, like, um, what's his name? Fucking laughing boy from Melchester Rovers. Oh, yeah, Noel Baxter. Yeah. Yeah, the high proportion of ginger people in Melchester, Yeah, ginger it? bouffants, pompadours. Yeah. <laughs> and the dad looks like he could have a heart attack at some point within minute. the next yeah. 18 months or so or maybe 18 just, minutes yeah he's there the tucking into of... his fucking sausages and eggs for breakfast again every yeah. morning he has it come on mate I mean the tightness of his tie around his neck can't be doing him any favours I know and he's all stressed out wise. by the news about Roy he's going oh no mm. and the nose in bold and you sort of think do you yeah. remember the video to cardiac arrest by madness yeah, I don't think I even knew what a heart attack was until that video came out, and I was like, "What is this song about?" Yeah, and, and what the fuck is happening to this geezer? Because it's about a man having a heart attack on a bus on his way to work because he's yeah. too stressed out by work and he hasn't learnt the just rest system yet, right? And I'm watching it as a madness fanatic young man. And I'm thinking, "Oh, I hope it's like baggy trousers." Or something like, you know, always all house of fun. It's always what, fun, what, isn't it, their videos? What, what are the nutty boys singing about now? What are they up to now, those nutty boys <laughs> and their zany videos? It's so much fun. And it's like, what the fuck's this? That man's dying. And what's made me think of it is he's got a really tight tie, like this geezer in the yeah. comic strip. And he's, like, loosening it. I can't remember which one of them's playing him. He's it loosening was, it. And he it can't, was Chaz, wasn't it? It was Chaz. He Smash, can't I breathe. And I'm going yeah. to my brother, what's this? He's going to have a heart attack. And I was a heart attack. And he goes, oh, it's when your heart just stops. And it happens often because you're stressed. It happens to men when they're stressed because of work. And I was like, this is stuff that's fucking mad to your ears when you're a youngster. Do you know what I mean? What? Yeah. They get so worried about their job. Their heart stops beating. Yeah. And, and that's what it sounds about. Yeah, that's what cardiac arrest means. It means your heart is just fucking stopped and you just can't breathe and you die. I was like, oh, no. I don't no, for forget this. I'm not buying. Not for me. No thanks. I'm not buying this record. It's disgusting and it's uh, fucking shaking me up severely. Oh, God. So anyway, the uh, the fella on the TV. He got a big smile on his face. Must be a Walford fan. He's in there. And what the experts said could never happen has happened. Roy of Melchester Rovers is about to become Roy of Walford Rovers. And as wow. you say there, the the dad goes, "Oh no." 
And the kid goes, <laughs> what? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck off. It's like when uh, the Sex Pistols were on Bill Grundy and some dad allegedly booted his TV in because they swore he's going to do that, isn't he? Where's my Jesus. Shit on toast. <laughs> and Jim Whitfield, the mum, says, I, I don't believe it. It's some kind of hoax. <laughs> what? <laughs> some fucking hoax that would be. Breakfast, breakfast television's only been going for three months and on running hoaxes already. I feel as if Roland Rett must be behind this. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. Who's this, Timmy Mallet? <laughs> and the, the the kid, young man, says, Roy would never leave the Rovers, would he, Dad? Well, well, son, looking at the telly. Humans oh, are capable of strange strings. <laughs> and then, my my the, guess what? is that Fanny's involved. It usually is. <laughs> look, look if at you the dig a bit rib. deeper. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's probably cheated on his wife again. Look, there's a fucking mob storming up his driveway. At his house, fuck that. Hundreds of Rovers fans converged on Roy's home. Roy hasn't got any garden gates. That's a big mistake. Someone yeah. like him, he needs his privacy. No gates, nothing. Um, and there's there's a fucking mob of them. One's come on his bike, some of them have come in cars, and they're all making their way up his driveway. Um... No one could take Roy's place. No one. I guess these are Lampards, though, aren't they? Another mm. one says, we've got to make him change his mind. Roy, come out and tell us all it's a mistake. Let's see if he's going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> come out, come out, wherever you are. And look at them. They're knocking on the fucking door. What the fuck? It's not on, the is it? The door was answered by Roy's wife, Penny. It's a huge violation of his privacy. Completely. If the, and the, there's one of them at the back. is Vic Guthrie, but with blonde hair. Recycling is Noel Baxter's in the far left. Jalapeno. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. And Penny answers the door. She says, it, it's true, I'm afraid. Roy left for the stadium an hour ago to clean out his office. What? It's unbelievable. No. Now fuck off off of my driveway, or I'll fucking have you shot. I'm trying to watch breakfast TV. The Green Goddess is coming on, and I usually do the exercises along with her. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was a big thing, wasn't it? The exercises, they had the Green Goddess on yeah, BBC One. Mr. Motivator. Ah, so, oh, no, not at first. It was Mad Lizzie on TV. Oh, yeah. Mad Lizzie. Mad yeah, Lizzie. she was fucking mad as well, wasn't she's, she? She's going to keep you fit with her mental illness. She's right. mad. Right, now listen, that would have been um, Greg Dyke, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. The other cunts, the other cunts have got someone called a green goddess, right? So Lizzie ain't going to cut it. I've brainstormed it over the weekend and I've decided because I've noticed you're a bit touching the nut, we're going to call you <laughs> Mad Lizzie, all right? Well, you just be able to call me Lizzie Dan. Jones, that's my name. No, no. you've got to have a brand. Believe, trust me. You have a gimmick. It's the way TV works. Your thing's going to be, you're that mental, you can't stop moving a bat. <laughs> and I will also never, ever refer to that other show by its name or by its channel. It's always them other cunts. 
Them other cunts on the other side. I fucking hate them. That's why I invented that fucking mad rat. Whoa, TVM could be a good deep dive because it did. It started off with big names, didn't it? Angela Rippon, Anna Ford, Michael Parkinson, David Frost, Parkinson, some yeah. other cunt, and it, it was other. a, it was a big fucking. So when did Diamond then, come in on board then? Oh, they came in after about a year, eighteen months when it all started. Nico and then Diamond came on as a package. She came on because she was cheaper. Um, they yeah. couldn't afford to replace them big stars with other big stars. I think there was like a strike as well. It was a technician strike, so Greg Dyke was operating, operating the controls and all that kind of thing. And that's when Roland Rack came in as the nine a.m. Right. kids summer summer Listen, show. We've got a bit of a problem with the strike, so I've brought in a. I managed to get hold of a a puppet got a rat, rat. <laughs> over the weekend, and I've stuck it in a hat, and um, we're going to fill a bit <laughs> of an empty time with him. What's what's his thing? He just talks a load of fucking shit. He shouts his fucking head off and he's like full of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are going to love him. About, the thing about rats is they don't join unions. The unions don't even recognise them. I could staff this entire show with rats if I had to. I'm an innovator. But, what can I say? <laughs> but I'm just going to start with one and we'll see how it goes. Uh, he's gone. But by the way, the twist is he's got a mate who's a gerbil. There's nothing funny going on. They're not bent. They're just pals. <laughs> but there's a mystery that surrounds their relationship. It's a strange sort of a bond. <laughs> but the rat's definitely in charge. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Penny comes to the door and then we see Roy in his office and he's looking at his... He's looking at his filing cabinet, which is open at the top and the bottom, kind of in the style of Hong no, Kong Fooey. Never the middle one. That's their <laughs> like shot. Like Hong Kong Fooey, where Hong Kong Fooey yeah. would get... Yeah. Or Penry, the mild-mannered janitor, would get in the top part of the yeah. filing cabinet as himself, and they'd come out as Hong Kong Fooey at the I bottom. I used to love that. That was my favourite bit of Hong Kong Fooey, was the way they changed in the filing cabinet, yeah. I was Hong obsessed Fooey with filing cabinets when I was a kid. Were you? Like, where you're like, yeah. oh, the order that they bring... Imagine yeah. having papers all like alphabetized. Like to have a filing yeah. cabinet in your room just felt like it was a dream. It was a dream that never came in. true. I, oh no! I in the end, actually, six. my mum, someone, a relative died, and we did that thing where you nab some of their old furniture, right, for your house. And there was an old, really oldy timey wooden filing cabinet, and I didn't have a chest of drawers for my clothes. I think we just kept them. I don't know where we kept them on a fucking hanger yeah. or a shelf or something. So my mum got this filing cabinet and it became my clothes, like my wardrobe. Socks in the bottom drawer, pants in the next one, T-shirts and trousers. Was he checking them in its own own file? No, they just folded up because we took out all the actual file things and just folded it all up in there. Still, it was quite good. fucking great though. So that's the nice green filing. Rose was thinking, thinking, I wonder if I'll get to take the filing cabinet Fuck it! I'm just going to take it and see what happens. Oh my god, we've got we've got, we've got Roy's accent wrong. Fuck no! Oh yeah, we've got Greg Dyke. I'll fucking take that. I'll take the that. fucking filing cabinet, and if Sam Barlow wants it back, he can come and fucking get it back on my doorstep. See how right, that fucking get, works out for him. Let's get it shifted. Oh fuck, he's had it nailed down. <laughs> Where's Blackie? He's Blackie, it. get in he's here. Had co- he's had it concreted into the floor. Oh, fuck. I'm going to have to ring Walford to make another demand. 
Oh, good move though by Barlow. Got a hand yeah. it to him. I wouldn't have thought <laughs> of that. <laughs> Chapeau. <laughs> uh, he, he, well, I think everything. I think that's everything. It's hard to imagine there'll soon be someone else sitting in my chair. That's the moment when he thinks, oh, fuck, what have I done? No, he's like, frankly, I couldn't give a fuck who it is. <laughs> as long as they're not being paid more than me, that's all that yeah, matters. Yeah. Good luck to the cunt. I'm leaving a right shit show behind. He'll fucking he t- need it with these cunts. He takes a f- the frame team photo off the wall. He says, whoever he is, I don't think he'll mind if I borrow, in inverted commas, a souvenir. He's taking the picture with him. When he now, says borrow, he means steal, obviously. I'm almost done. All I need to do now is fucking stash a turd down the back of one of these radiators <laughs> so they don't find it for months. I've got a bag of frozen prawns that's going under the floorboards. <laughs> and a fucking trout up behind the curtains. Love it. TTFN cunts. That's my competitive edge right at the end. <laughs> and it says, as Roy left the office, uh, he found a familiar figure waiting for him. And it's Blackie. Don't go, Roy. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> I'll take me with you, Roy, please. I'll change my name. I'll get plastic surgery if I have to. You register me register me as a foreign import. I don't mind. <laughs> Roy, you can pretend I'm Spanish or Colombian, I don't care. I'll change my name to Pablo. I'll give up the football if you like. I'll get a sex change and become your secretary if I have to. I don't mind. Oh, I don't get the sex change. I'll just take me cock and balls up my ass first thing in the morning. I'll talk home and I'll get a pair of fake plastic tits. Just in the interim period till I can get some real ones fitted. I've always had a strong connection with the name Pamela. Can I be you, Pamela Roy? We can change my name to Pamela Blackson. <laughs> Fucking hell, Blackie. Just fucking stay here. You'll probably get a fucking job. He said, Blackie says, I have... us off. Uh, I'll just, I'll ring you up and tell you what to do. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I can manage two clubs at once. Blackie says, I had a feeling you might be here. You weren't due to collect your things till this afternoon. Roy says, I just couldn't face the fuss, Blackie. All those directors and reporters. And cunts like you. He says, uh, say goodbye to the lads for me, will you? Try and explain to them why it's come to this. And Blackie speaks for us all. He says, I'm not even sure we'll be self I mean, we've been teammates and friends for so long. <laughs> and Roy says, and that's well, how it's going to stay. He has to grab him by the arm son. here, though. Look, he, he like, really has to grab him. This reminds yeah. me of sometimes when you have to talk to one of your kids before they go to school because they're worried about something. And you have mm. to actually hold them and go, now listen. Yeah. You're going to yeah. be okay. You get so down on your haunches, don't you? Eye to eye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, look at me. It's all going to be all right. <laughs> no, fuck off. <laughs> if that, kid's done, if that pre- kid says that to you again, do what I told you. Kick him in the nuts. <laughs> and then run away. The throat. <laughs> <laughs> Elbow in the throat. And he won't know where he is and you kick him in the balls. You disorientate him, kick him in the nuts, run away, deny everything. Oh, go on, on, fuck off. It'll probably be all right, though. Um, Roy says, and that's how it's going to stay, old son. I hope I can still turn to you when things get rough. That's a code. Code for the the woodland uh, activities. Yeah. All uh, I'll say is keep that shovel near close by because you never know when you're going to need it. <laughs> you and I have a bond, Blackie, an unbroken bond. Uh, Blackie says, any time, Roy. 
Are you sure there's nothing I can do to make you change your mind? No, this is all about cash. <laughs> Simple as that. It's simply a financial transaction. <laughs> uh, you haven't I got have the no kind emotions. of money I would require to change my mind, Blackie. Trust me, I know. <laughs> if you did have that sort of money, I would demand to know about it. <laughs> Roy, and it's one of the Roy's cut-out head, serious face. I'm afraid not, Blackie. Although it's the hardest decision I've ever had to make. But when the directors start trying to run things, it's time I moved on. Look after the Rovers for me, Blackie. And uh, then Roy made his farewells with the stadium staff and they're all lined up like it's the Royal Variety performance backstage. Uh (laughs) He's doing a meet and greet with them. And um, the lady who, I guess, runs the canteen is uh, saying, what shall we do without you, Roy? He says, support the new boss, that's what. This is still the greatest club in the world, remember? Even though I'm fucking off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking off to a lesser club. And uh, there's the commissioner, is he called Arthur? I think we've seen him before, haven't we? And he says, good luck, Roy. Good luck, Roy. And then Roy well, goes out the door. Luck for you. <laughs> Don't forget to keep feeding Tubby Morton for me. That's it. He, he really has... Gone. GTFN. Gone. And he has. He's fucking gone. I remember this. Easy at the time street, here out. I come. This, this was just a. I could not believe what was happening. This it was even more shocking cord, than, didn't it? Than, than. This is even more shocking than the shooting, I think. Mm. Um, and it says, with a couple of suitcases already packed in the boot of his car, Roy headed south. So it's not just a local rival, is it? Walford are in the south. Maybe it's at the same place as Walford in EastEnders. That's where they got the idea from. This was a couple of years before EastEnders came out. In the same place. Um, And there you've got some disbelieving fans reading the newspaper. And um, Roy's thinking, Penny and the kids are going to join me in Walford as soon as I've found a house. I'm not in any rush, though. (laughs) I (laughs) I could probably live in a hotel for about eight months. I'm thinking hotel suite, then maybe a, a, a very small but luxuriously appointed pied de terre <laughs> in the city. And he said, "That's assume I could persuade her to move from Melchester." Oh, so that's not cut and dried either. Maybe she and wants uh, to stay up there. That's fine. We can make it work. I've got the helicopter. Let's not forget. <laughs> what might be best maybe. for me to just visit every second weekend, check up on the kids. Maybe we'll gradually drift apart. That can happen. <laughs> Life is always uh, moving, Penny. And you have to get used to that. It's a journey, not a destination. TTFN. I'll be back in a couple of weeks journey. and I'll send cash in an envelope via Blackie once a fortnight. Um, and there he's driving past Melchester Middle School and there's some kids playing football on one of the pitches. And one of them says, I Bagsby Roy Race. Well, fucking hell. Mustn't have heard the news, mate, because he's, he's mm. fucking sold you out. Your hero has sold you out. And uh, he's talking, He's thinking about Penny as he drives past. Like me, she was born here. There's Melchester School, where I first kicked a football. This town will always be home. And he's driving off towards the motorway. And he says, but when I come back, it'll be as a Walford player. Wow. Wow. I cannot believe what's just happened. Unbelievable. Stunning. And the kids play football and the world turns and life goes on. 
but it will never ever be the same again Sam it's a it's a nicely penned like strip that like there's a poignancy yeah. to many of the bits and I think it, yeah, it's one of the best it's most well written like stories yeah. that we've ever read I think that this yeah. week absolutely it's a 10 it's a 10 from yes, me it's a 10 from me for sure there's a real emotion depth pathos the lot um, everything you want so that is pretty much it. There's, of course, other stuff going on. And I'm looking for the bit where Roy has his message. There it is. Yeah, there's no me- there's no mention whatsoever of him leaving Manchester in the Roy's message bit. He hasn't bothered to address it. He says, hi, pals, here's some marvellous news. <laughs> What's this going to be, that you've left fucking Manchester? No. <laughs> yeah, forget about issue, that. <laughs> I've moved on next week's issue will be a super free gift it's a 24 page all colour publication entitled Spotlight on Sport it's produced by Phil Edmonds of Middlesex County Cricket Club oh, and yeah. England fame what? <laughs> that was so strange <laughs> Spot, sport? we don't want other sports in this Spotlight on Sport by some cricketer I've not heard of it, 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 it includes articles by Ian Botham, Kevin Keegan and Barry Sheen, plus a tribute to Daley Thompson, who Fuck, himself was good. not prepared to write an article. <laughs> <laughs> he said he would allow us, though, to create a tribute to him <laughs> in return for certain financial considerations, which we are still working on. <laughs> Related to his image rights. Uh, and that's not all. There are five full-size cricket bats to be won. Each wow. autographed by this year's Prudential World Cup winners. Phil Edmonds has produced this publication to celebrate his benefit year, and I am mentioning his name here yet again, and I do not know why. I am unsure why <laughs> this. A deal has been <laughs> done with one of the publishers here at IPC Magazines. A good friend. I myself Edmonds. am suspicious, but it appears that my hands are tied and I have to take part. Also next week, the sign please is the World Cup superstar Karlheinz Rummenigge. And in colour, a great shot of the Arsenal and Yugoslav national Vladimir Petrovich. Go out and order next week's issue now. It's really worth buying. No Thank mention of now. the fact that he's just stormed out of Melchester. Scraping the barrel here, Roy. Go on, well, go I mean, out and order it now. Go up to the news agents and tell them you want a copy. This is out 30th of April. We're at the, end, the business end of the season again, aren't we? And yeah. we're, we're back talking about cricket. It doesn't seem like five minutes since we had that, that elongated cricket tournament over the summer right. there, there, there was a that that cricket tournament that Roy got them involved in was the catalyst for what eventually happened with him leaving well, it was, the club wasn't it? Yeah. because it led to a unnecessary injury crisis yeah. which led to like Weeping Charlie Carter and the whole Tubby Morton problem the arguments with the chairman and that yeah. made Roy vulnerable to a move he, he should have never got involved in that cricket However, I I personally really enjoyed covering the cricket, so I hope he does it again this summer. <laughs> yes, please. But I'm trying to think how many matches they've played this season. There must be three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them are Tubby Morton and them. So uh, that's it. I'm giving that a 10 out of 10. You've got to, haven't you? 10 from me. Great story. Beautifully executed. And we'll be back next week to find out what happens next. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye.
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.